Welcome to the Hidden Figures Podcast, where we uncover the remarkable stories and groundbreaking contributions of BIPOC scientists in the fields of natural and social sciences. In each episode, we delve into the research and experiences of these extraordinary individuals, shedding light on their invaluable work and the challenges that they have overcome. By amplifying the voices of BIPOC scientists, we hope to inspire and empower listeners while also addressing the systemic barriers and biases that persist within the scientific community. So, whether you're a fellow scientist, a curious mind, or simply passionate about inclusivity and diversity in STEM, join us on this enlightening journey as we celebrate the hidden figures in the natural and social sciences. Together, let's challenge the status quo and create a more inclusive and equitable scientific landscape. Welcome to the Hidden Figures Podcast. Welcome everyone to the Hidden Figures podcast. Uh, Today we're having our introduction episode just to give you a little bit of a background, tell us who, tell you who we are, tell you about this podcast and tell you about the broader project that we refer to as Hidden Figures. So my name is Akalia Kandea. Uh, I'm a postdoctoral fellow at McMaster University. And I am Nathan Andrews. I will be a co-host on this podcast. I am an associate professor at McMaster University and working with this brilliant team on this Hidden Figures project. I'm excited to be here. My name is Joe Shea, and I'm an associate professor at the University of Northern British Columbia, uh, and also really excited to talk and hear stories and, and have great conversations. And uh, my name is Annie Duchesne. Uh, I'm uh, also an associate professor at uh, both the University of Northern British Columbia as well as l'Université du Québec à Trois-Rivières. Donc, bonjour à tous ceux qui parlent français. Um, so, uh, I'm just gonna maybe, I'm not a co-host, but I guess I'm also very fortunate to be part of this team and uh, a good way to maybe understand where this this podcast is coming from is to understand where the project is more broadly coming from and for that we need to hand the chapeau the the baton the hat to nathan who really was the the person who initiated uh the the projects the idea of taking a multidisciplinary perspective to really question um the hidden figures meaning uh the academics that are not present or underrepresented or, um, yeah, just kept in the margin. Uh, and how does race and racism, um, also whiteness, plays into uh, maintaining the systems of imbalance? And uh, when Nathan approached me, I was very, very first felt very um, grateful. And, uh, and I've been very, very happy to be part of this project. So thank you, Ethan. I mean, it, it was nice, right? Because, I mean, I, I was at UMBC and, I mean, I was looking around me. I think that's where the idea came from because I was looking around me. I was like, okay, this field is pretty white. And, of course, it's, it's, it's something to be said about the UNBC, but also the Northern British Columbia context. But then it kind of reflects the whole Canadian context, too, that, you know, if you look at your discipline, look at who is known as a popular person in the discipline or who is often cited and used in the classroom 
you will notice that majority of these guys are white. And I say guys because they are mostly men anyways, right? Um, so I was like, okay, what can we do about this? And so we all have our research projects going on. But for me, I felt like, well, I could do whatever I'm doing in my, you know, research field of, you know, international relations and, you know, my, my work on extractive industries and transparency and all of those. But then it's still within a discipline. And if that discipline is not changing that much, then all of those contributions will not have any impact broadly, right? And it will not change any any trajectory for you know future scholars that are forthcoming. So that's like, we need to do something about it. And it was, I was fortunate to have you guys. And we have a bigger team of 10 from different institutions, but I'm, I'm happy to have you co-applicants and, you know, be, being involved in this in this podcast. So that's, that's where the drive came from. And I, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to get people to, to, to join me to do this. Yeah, that's amazing. And maybe we can talk more about uh, sort of the methods of this project, because we have a lot of things going on right now, a lot of different methods we're taking on, a lot of approaches. Uh, I mean, we, we've completed an environmental scan. We're undergoing some syllabi analysis at the moment. We've started an ethnography. We are conducting interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, doing a podcast. Doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a key method, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, I want to highlight Akelia. I mean, I really appreciate the use of the we, but uh, I think that uh, it's also important to highlight that you're leading a lot of those initiatives as a, a postdoctoral fellow on this project. Um, but I guess it's also very interesting how everybody coming from a different disciplines, we do feel strongly that uh, there is a need for us to question our discipline and use methodology that we're maybe not very familiar with, mm-hmm. but to tackle this issue and, and the relevance of doing it across discipline, across standpoint to, um, you know, uh, I'm definitely, I'm not subjected to racism, but I, I'm in a field that really is majority white, also, again, very men-dominated, and uh, there is a need to question and, and, and reflect a lot. Uh, and doing it as, a, as a, a practice is good, but doing it in your academic work, I think, is uh, really important. So this is, uh, yeah, this is the, the, the work. I think, hopefully, it's going to maybe be part of also being an academic in general. It's like these... Uh, these projects that we're part of right now. And and one concept that seems to have shifted quite a bit when we started was this notion of a lab because we wanted to do lab ethnographies. I don't know if, Joe, you want to speak about labs because you you work in labs all the time. But then the lab idea has shifted a bit since COVID, right? And so that's the challenge we faced and and, and we're trying to encounter, deal with that challenge in different ways, but yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think lab is, even before COVID, it was shifting, right? Like lab is for, you know, chemists and people who do biology and things with microscopes. But um, I'm a geoscientist. I study climate change and and mountains and I have a lab, but really it's a digital collection of things like people that do things together. Um, And so that really came home though when we tried to sort of do a, a lab ethnography, which is investigating how labs operate, how people work together, what the discussions look like, what the power structures look like. Um, and I approached a, a few different people and, and it was really hard to find a lab that actually sat down and met physically in person together. It's like, it's really difficult to do. So the, the, the nature of, you know, how we work with, um, students and, and postdocs is, is changing. 
Um, and so we had to find another way to do it. It's been interesting trying to find this compromise between the two sciences and, you know, us working together is a bit of an experiment itself. I, every, you know, every week we find new differences in the way we approach things. I think we were writing the paper and just even sectioning out a paper. You guys do things very differently yeah. than we do. It is, I, I, I noticed that, you know, how we write, like, and I think for, like, like I feel I, I, maybe it's something personal, but I think I remove all article. Like I, it's like it's something. So the need to be very direct, and also like, like there is this need in science the way. But maybe again, like I'm, I'm. But yeah, the the difference. It's like how do you insert nuance also in, and how do you discuss certain topics? Well, I think for me, I'm I'm always kind of in this desire to be like I don't know like. Yeah, there there is definitely difference in tone and and difference in like how ideas are brought up. But I think for me, this has been just an amazing learning too because you real. It, I think it is confronting to your positionality. You just realize, oh, there's another way of expressing ideas and. And I yeah. think that's why the NFRF call for an exploration grant is quite unique. And again, we're acknowledging NFRF as the main funder for this project and. It, it, it is really unique in the sense that you're looking for something that is high reward, but also high risk. I was, when I first encountered that concept, I was like, what, why should research be risky? But it is risky because talking about race, even in our context, is risky. It's risky for us talking about it who are in academia, benefiting from that in some ways, but also being subject to that marginalization, but also risky for people that we're going to be talking to right? Because they don't want to talk about their experiences because they may be at risk of losing their job. But then it has high rewards. If you look at it in the long term and its impact on generations of scholars to come, scholars of racialized communities who are going to benefit in a way, in some ways we hope, from the outcomes of this project, right? So this really unique opportunity to do something for two or three years and potentially have this much impact within the wider discipline or wider academic environment that we're in. So it's, it's exciting. But yeah, we have to talk about what to expect in, you know, the forthcoming episodes and, and stuff. But Joe, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say it was a great segue into funding. So maybe we can just <laughs> we can talk about funding for a bit. <laughs> well, where's the, you know, how is this project funded? Well, so there's the, the New Frontiers, NFRF, New Frontiers and Research Fund. So that is a tri-council Canadian government funded um, grant. Uh, we applied twice for this, actually. The first one went in in 2021 and was not funded. The second one went into 2022 and was successful. So that's why we're all here today. Um, what else? We, we put on a workshop that was funded by SHRC, the Social Sciences and Humanity Research Council. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then our institutions as well, right? So acknowledging yeah, yeah. University of Northern British Columbia support, McMaster University for Nathan and Akalia. Um, and the University of Calgary. Well. Melinda Smith is not here today, but she's been very helpful um, throughout the process. She's a co-applicant on this grant and... Um, she she helped to to she actually hosted uh, us in Calgary when we went there last November, right? To have our first hidden figures workshop. So we acknowledged all the support we've had so far to push this agenda forward. Maybe now we can get into what to expect. Now that we've talked about all this support, it's it's been amazing, and now we have the support of some amazing guests coming. 
um, our way with with some really interesting episodes. I know we're going to be talking to BIPOC scientists, both from the natural and social sciences, about their research, about their experiences as scholars, their scholarly activities, uh, their advice for early career scholars, and so much more. Um, is anybody excited about something in particular? Well, I think that uh, I've uh, like again, like as uh, as we're talking from a little experience, I think there's a lot of excitement, but especially uh, to share people sharing their work and and also realizing the amazing achievement and just get to know the research that is being conducted and often maybe doesn't receive enough um, um, diffusion. Uh, and maybe again, I'm thinking about people listening to this, this podcast and and looking for uh, uh, people who are also coming from similar communities and what kind of research they're doing and where they are. So I'm very excited for this opportunity to have a bit of a meetup through the podcast. But I would say also uh, just the experience that are being shared are so rich and and are also like revealing a lot of um, situation and, and erasure. And again, we're talking about hidden figures, uh, experiences we never talk about. Like if you come to graduate schools, you have no idea, you, you, you have nobody in your surrounding, you're new to the country, you're new to all of these situations. Uh, you know, these are, are, they're starting to be talked about, but we really don't have a full grasp of this. So I think that combining the, the experience and the expertise uh, is uh, something I'm very excited to hear more about. So, I mean, I, I just want to say, so there are different kinds of hidden figures, right? So first, there, there's a hidden figure who is a historical figure who um, may not be alive anymore, who contributed stuff to their discipline, who was not recognized because of their color or their ethnicity and all of that. So that work is important and that work actually is being done by, by, so Melinda Smith, for instance, has done that for black women in the context of Canada. And that's actually connected to our project, right? Because she, she's a co-investigator on this project. And it's something we hope to do in the long term, you know, for, for an expansion of this project. And then there's the hidden figures from our syllabi analysis, which would be, you know, sort of teasing out who has managed to make it in the, in the short list of few BIPOC scholars that have been cited across disciplines, right? So that is not covered in this season of the podcast. The hidden figures that we're talking about will be people that are actually in your disciplines, people that you see, people that you know, you heard about before, people that are alive and well, but not really feeling, um, I mean, may, may, may not be feeling integrated into their disciplines, or maybe they are, because they are assistant professors, they are PhD holders in their specific field. So we want to talk to them, hear about their experiences, and they can tell us maybe a bit more about people that have inspired them, their journey, and, and, and things that they've experienced in academia that they want to share. So it's going to be exciting. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, and I don't want to spill any beans right now, but just like lots of people are going to come for people that you know of, but maybe you haven't really heard about their story or even you know, talk to them about what drives them to doing what they're doing, right? Motivations behind what they're doing and maybe their own personal trajectory and histories. Very important to understanding how they situate themselves in academia. Yeah, I was going to say it's hidden figures. It's also like hidden pathways, right? How do people get to these places that they're in now? And I think those are the interesting stories for me. It's like, well, so you're at this place now. Where, where did, how did you get there? What was the progression? What were the, you know, the obstacles and the barriers? And I, I say this again as a as a white male academic. I'm, 
privileged of the privileged, right? So um, listening and understanding those stories is one way to use that privilege and help push it out there for, for others to, to understand uh, what the obstacles are and how we can try and overcome them. Well, I think that is a great way to conclude today's episode, our introduction episode. Um, please look out for our next episode with our very first guest. And we're excited to have you join us this season of Hidden Figures. Yeah, yes. I bet it's going to be fun. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Bye, everyone. Right. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> That concludes this episode of the Hidden Figures podcast. On behalf of the Hidden Figures team, thank you for joining us today. This podcast is just one element of our Hidden Figures project, which is being conducted across three universities, McMaster University, the University of Northern British Columbia, and the University of Calgary, and is supported by the Canadian Tri-Council Agency's New Frontiers in Research Fund. You can learn more about it at www.hiddenfiguerescanada.org.